What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yeah, it says we're recording. Okay, um, I guess you get it. <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one. Adam and Chad, number two of our back on, uh, back on the airwaves. Airwaves? Not really, I guess, because uh, we're online now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. but whatever you call it, we're back behind microphones. We're talking about whatever, talking about stuff. Uh, okay. so it's been about a week since we did the first episode, uh, catch you up. Oh, by the way, man, I, uh, I did end up watching WrestleMania. I subscribed to the WWE network and, uh, got the 30 day trial, watched both nights at WrestleMania. Oh, and, uh, I don't, you, you did, did you, in. you didn't catch it, did you? Uh, no, I, well, I turned it around and I started to watch because I saw where you were talking about or so, I, somewhere online. I think you you said something about it, and I thought, oh, I'll go check that out. And I something else distracted me. I probably ended up uh, messing around with something in the other room with some pop stuff or something. So, okay, I so can't. But I, I remember saw, you talking about it though. Uh, well, I'll say this uh, one thing, and I think I uh, I think I posted something about this. It was hard to get into at first because I watch a lot of UFC. And uh, with no fans to – so you don't really feel the energy or care right. as much about the yeah. people. It'd be odd. Because uh, you, you don't care right. as much about the storyline, you know. And uh, so with, uh, with that, you kind of the, – the, the fact that it's not real really stands out. Right, and right. when you're used to watching real fights and stuff and, and you know, oh, yeah, when the in the UFC, if somebody gets knocked down, it's almost over most of the, a lot of the time anyway. Right, you know? right, right. Um, and so it's a, it's a weird thing. It takes a little, it took a little adjustment to get used to uh, the, the, get back used to what wrestling is. Right. And, yeah. and without fans, it made it a lot harder to get invested in it yeah. um, when they're, but now I'll say this. So at the end of the first night, they did this one match uh, that wasn't in a ring like the normal right. ones are. And right, right. it was more like a scripted, sort of like a TV show kind of thing. And it was this uh -huh. boneyard match where Undertaker, by the way, the same Undertaker from when we were kids, yeah. uh, Undertaker. Isn't that crazy? Is he still yeah, doing that he stuff? was taking on some guy. And, uh, but they did it in a graveyard and they had a, like pyrotechnics and a, and a score, That's like cool. a soundtrack, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and it was, it was very <laughs> well done. Show. And it like reminded me of, you know, my younger days when I was into wrestling and stuff and, right, uh, right. and, and Undertaker was on his bike and everything. And, uh, so that was, it was pretty, it was good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, the next night they had another, one that was like it was cena john cena versus some weirdo i don't i've never seen him before um the fiend whoever he is oh, and uh the rest of the fans are going how do you not know who he oh, is? oh i know i know i have but, no uh, idea who he is either so i just don't follow it i mean i looked up a little bit about him on uh, wikipedia right. what a match was but honestly i just couldn't even stay with the match like 
it was because it was done like that. But first of all, I didn't know anything about the character other than John Cena. I did like how they, in the beginning, they sort of pointed out some of when John Cena first came out, like how he was a little more ridiculous. Um, But uh, the, I couldn't get into it. Like it just was really weird and it wasn't even a real wrestling, like they didn't fight. Uh, And so like there were a couple of punches thrown. That's it. And I mean, like, I know it's right. scripted, but it, it, it's I still want to see fighting, scripted fighting. Right. I guess they and, don't feed because I guess they're used to feeding off the audience. Maybe sometimes they they kind of well. I think they just tried something with this. I think some people liked it. I mean, I think yeah. if you maybe if you knew who that who this fiend Bray Wyatt character is, I think if you knew that you'd be more into it. Right. But right. I think because that because I didn't know that going in that I don't uh, have that the same that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any investment in it. And so I think that was hard. And then somebody, one of, one of our mutual friends, uh, Brad, said, uh, told me that uh, I needed to go back and watch like last year's WrestleMania or something, something with an audience. Uh, right, right. And uh, just so got to, something to compare it to. Yeah, because he said it is better now, you know, it had gone through a lull. So, and, and, right. and maybe it is. I mean, I started kind of getting into some of it, and I can see some of the things. I'll tell you this. Here's what's funny is a name I knew in wrestling before watching WrestleMania, I knew there was this Becky Lynch that went by the man, and she's like the women's champion, right? Yeah, yeah. And, that name's uh, real familiar to me. but I, So I knew that I've, I've seen her, like, and I knew the name or whatever. Had no mm-hmm. idea she was Irish until I watched uh, the WrestleMania. Oh really? <laughs> like people were probably people were probably like, Are you idiot? How'd you not know that? It's like I never heard her right. talk, I guess. I you know. Right. I guess yeah, there's a lot that of them. Is, I wouldn't know. I don't ever hear the little intros and stuff. I just see the videos or the uh, you know, clips where they're throwing somebody or kicking somebody or you know, sometimes I'll catch one on a microphone, but outside of that yeah. I would never I now one cool thing one cool thing they did during that John Cena match, like I said, it was most of it was hard to follow and kind of silly, but uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, – they did, like, take some iconic wrestling stuff from other wrestlers, like, and flashback and then reenact some of that stuff. Oh, okay. um, Like Hulkamania and, and right. you know, stuff like that. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, but I'll tell you this, man. Like, when's the last time you, you watched wrestling, like, watched it? Like, you knew what was going on, what the storylines were? Probably – Oh gosh, I'd say a match maybe with when The Rock. Okay. Was, yeah, that's, so that's check probably, this out. Like in his heyday, like not just like when he came back to visit. I mean, like like before he like, made movies. Right. He may have made one movie. That, yeah. Uh, when I first, the last uh, time I sat and actually watched some. Okay. Of the match. So then Stacy Keebler. That's how. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then uh, the Monday WCW versus WWF on yeah, Monday night yeah, and all that. Yeah. Because I, I happened to see her on the screen. So, That's probably the only reason I sat there and watched. Uh, this WrestleMania now, like I said, it's been 20 years since I was into wrestling, and or almost 20 at least. Uh, and this WrestleMania had Goldberg <laughs> fighting Undertaker. And John Cena, who was just coming around at the time I got on there, and Edge were all okay. on this WrestleMania. And these are people that, like, when I was into wrestling, I right. saw – I got to work at a SmackDown taping one time. I don't think Edge was there, but Christian was there. But it was when Edge and Christian were wrestling together. Um, okay. 
And that was, uh, more, that was even. But I don't remember meeting Edge, but I remember Christian being there. Um, yeah. But uh, that was, God, that SmackDown taping that I worked was probably oh one oh no maybe, uh, maybe oh two oh three. O oh, two or O three is when I I, I, oh, wow. I worked as an EMT at a SmackDown taping in Memphis, and uh, that was, and I kind of was already not really watching wrestling a lot then, but I knew who right. the people were. Right. And uh, right. by the way, uh, just wrestlers in general, like uh, versus other celebrities, and doing what we've done, covering sports and stuff like that, yeah. we've gotten to be around a lot of different celebrities oh, yeah. from different uh, worlds, and. Um, wrestlers are the most down-to-earth cool people you'll ever meet as a oh, whole yeah there i mean you know everybody's got their Same bad apples right right, but, right. uh like i mean most part as a whole they're yeah they're this thing cool that i worked uh, we both had interactions directly with a lot of them back in like 03 i think this thing i worked uh stone cold steve austin was there uh shook everybody's hand in the building probably and uh right. introduced himself like he was introducing himself like people don't know who he is like you know he's like oh hey man my name's steve like yeah man i know who stone cold is and right. um but uh uh rock was there uh taz i don't know if you remember taz uh I vaguely i of course you talking about like how far back since i actually like was into it and watched it watched it i mean yeah i watched that you know i saw a few with stacy keeler and the rock when they were there but when i actually was like into it i was like 10 this was back when jake the snake roberts and like oh, man, macho yeah. man and and uh and when andre the giant was still alive and wrestling you know that's how far back rick flair you know those guys and i was probably 10 and that was <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm dating myself now but I, it was probably you know that was mid late 80s was the I last saw, time and then i got once i got to be a teenager i kind of got away from it and just i started doing other things but once i knew it was fake i just kind of <laughs> I was like, okay. Have you seen, well, see that to me, like I always knew that it wasn't like, I I had a feeling after, well, I mean, you know, when I was a little kid, I probably thought it was real, but it it didn't take long. Um, But it didn't bother me or anything because like, I mean, everything you watch is fake. If you want to look at it that way, way, I I mean, you know, they're not, they're not really saving lives on Grey's Anatomy either. Right. Uh, right. That's scripted too. Uh, So it doesn't, it doesn't bother me that it's scripted. Right. Well, me, I think it's because of the age at which it kind of hit me. Like I, I started noticing and I was like, okay, now it's starting to seem cheesier, I guess to me. And I started to lose a little bit of interest, but then I went to, uh, I was going, I think I was into more like monster truck stuff. So I started going to like watch Bigfoot and all that, you know, the under the uh, grave digger and all that. And yeah. I started doing that more because that was like the big thing when you're, you know, when the eighties and nineties, Oh, kids yeah. go to the big arena crosses and all that kind of stuff and i went to nascar races but i actually got to meet hulk hogan and me and you were talking about how uh you met undertaker and i met the undertaker actually at a grocery store i worked at when i was in high school oh really and he had come through there and he i could I, but he was like you said he just but he kind of stayed in character but he was cool well no no I, I didn't meet undertaker i never met undertaker oh you didn't okay now, i was the, thinking the one we had both event. the one we both met is at different times we met at separate times but we both met uh uh big the show. big show paul yeah. white yeah because i met him in the airport and you actually met him in a yeah a, a function uh, like a, no i met him at that smackdown taping yeah uh, that's what it was and, yeah uh, the smackdown taping. yeah where i, I met most wrestlers i've met was at that one thing because yeah. i you know they were all in the same place but uh yeah. 
And I used but, to, me yeah. and I was working at an airport. A lot of people might not know that about me. I, for a little few years there, I worked at an airport and it ended up, it, you know, you meet a lot of people in an airport, especially if you're there half the day. You it wasn't a TSA or anything. No, no, nothing cool. No, I was, I was working. I don't know, but is that cool? <laughs> Yeah. Is TSA well, cool? <laughs> no, probably not at this point. No, no, no. I, I You're the one like that performs the special searches. Like, is right, that a cool right. job? <laughs> <laughs> about the only cool thing about my job was, is I didn't have to go through the same things. I had badges that allowed me to go places that that public just couldn't go. You're like so TSA nice pre-check, <laughs> right? I but every day, just bypass things, and they were like, "Where are you going?" You know. But I got to meet because of that. I got to meet like, well, when uh, President Bush came here. Uh, we met the uh, Japanese prime minister. They uh, met here before they went to uh, rendezvous. They actually, I was there that day when they landed. I tell you, that's the coolest thing ever. If you're at the airport when the president comes, regardless of what president it is, uh, the actual Secret Service vehicles r- r- drive down the air uh, strip as it's landing. Like literally, they're, that's got to be the funnest job to be able to drive to be at the airport when they do, because yeah. they're like hauling. I mean, I'm talking. Or the like, scariest yeah. job. Well, that's true. You're and doing a hundred miles an hour while plane. a plane comes down on top of you. That's right. That's pretty well, they're they're off to the sides, you know. But it's kind of neat. But yeah. I thought, yeah, if you get too close to that center, though, you know, if you just wander over there, it could cause a because Air Force One is a massive plane, and then of course uh, the Japanese Prime Minister, his plane is just as big. It was pretty cool seeing them land. Of course, you didn't get to be nowhere near when they went to where they were going, but. Uh, that was a cool experience because I had never seen the Secret Service. Like they, they made us stay inside. Nobody was allowed to go anywhere. And it was yeah. kind of, a, oh, yeah. but it was just neat. I didn't know that the vehicles did that. Like they literally, like they were racing the plane to who could get to the tar. You know, yeah. The only the time I've ever seen a president, I've never seen a president like uh, in person. Uh, but I, I was a uh, President Clinton came to Covington uh, one time when I was a kid, and uh, in his motorcade like we we drove now of course look things are different pre 9-11 so there, there's right, like right like security was amped up like things were way different before kennedy like right. and uh you know when kennedy is sitting in the back of a convertible just waving and like so right, now a lot, right. of course that's changed but yeah, uh now uh clinton's motorcade was coming by and we drove uh my house was like uh maybe a half mile from the highway. And uh, so we drove to the end of our road and sat and watched the presidential motorcade go by. And, uh, and, and like, there are people like lined up everywhere, man, just waving, wanting to wave uh, to Clinton and stuff. And it was crazy. And, uh, and, you know, I mean, it's like, uh, even back then, like uh, the president was only about popular with 50% of people, but right. The difference back then, the difference, the difference back then was that the, it didn't matter what you thought of him because if the president came to town, it was a big deal. Right. And uh, like, I don't feel like that's the way it is now. Like I think right. like back when uh, maybe toward the end of Bush, maybe the last, last term of Bush, then all of Obama, all of Trump so far, uh, people think that you don't have to respect them if you didn't vote for them. And like, they don't, they don't think of it as an honor to have a president visit your town. If it's not right. the guy they voted for, right. whereas used to, it, it didn't matter who, right. whether you oh, voted yeah. for him, the president coming to your town, man, that was cool. Right. Oh yeah. I remember when I was in school, cause I, I was fortunate enough to be in the military brat that I lived up uh, near Langley air force base and up near DC. I mean, we, we took trips 
two, three times a year at the elementary school I went to, to D.C. for different. I mean, I went to the White House. I went to the Capitol. I've been through every building in Washington, D.C. related to our government at one point or another in my life. And I can tell you, it's not like that now. It's hard. Some of them you, you can't even get into anymore since 9-11, but uh, are certain parts of them at least. And it's like things you could see. It's just amazing the difference in how things have changed. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's kind of sad because there's a lot of stuff you could that kids now, you know, or if I had my own children, I wouldn't be able to take them to do because of the nature of the way things are. And, well, so much because of terrorist reasons, but also right, the yeah. political landscape's kind of gotten ridiculous. But uh, Well, the uh, – um, you know – just thinking back though on like that Clinton thing. And by the way, I think that was because now I might be wrong and somebody can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, but uh, I think Clinton was in Covington for the annual, there's an annual coon supper uh, that uh, happens in Covington. Um, Jimmy Nafee, who was the, speaker of the house in Tennessee for a long, 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 long time. Um, and, and I know the guy, great guy. I mean, just a great guy. And, uh, the, uh, he was the speaker of the house for a long time though. And he was, uh, he was influential in Democrat politics. And, uh, so like the governor would come to this, this coon supper was his right. thing. And, uh, so, sort of his thing it was his family's thing. Right. And, um, I mean like the governor would usually come and I want to say that the reason Clinton was in Covington is because he came to that one year. Probably so. That makes sense. And, uh, uh, I, I know the last time I went to it, uh, it was, I thought it was the weirdest thing because, uh, I was, my brother called me like I, as I was, walking in and uh like a lot of it's outside so as i'm walking into sort of where people are standing around uh my brother calls me and i pick up the phone to answer and i kind of bump into somebody and uh i look up and it's the governor of tennessee at the time oh. and he's like there's nobody around the guy it's like i i, I, never, I couldn't understand it because like to me it was a big deal just right. and i've met him before that and right. it was still a big deal to me that I bumped into the governor, but uh, yeah, it's just a strange just thing, man, the, the yeah. way people are now. Yeah, they are funny about stuff. I mean, it, it's, I've seen it. And of course I've been around, you guys have been in a military family. I mean, I used to go to places and I, I was in an area one time where Reagan came through uh, George, both Bushes. I've been around, I got to be somewhere where they were. I never have gotten to meet any. I, I had an opportunity when I was in elementary school uh, to meet, um, Reagan, I think it was Reagan because I was towards the tail end of that, but I never did. We never, something happened. I think the day and he was out or something, you know, cause now, you know, kids come through there. They even now, like even I've seen where Trump and stuff there, they'll kids that come up there and he'll come out sometime depending on kind of like a surprise and they get to meet him and all that and take pictures and stuff. stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it was interesting to get to do all that. Of course, my biggest thing was being, I loved jets and blue angels and all the different air force stuff and air shows were always my big thing. Oh man. I love watching the blue angels when they come here. Oh, uh, yeah. turning the page though on something because you know, sports obviously was our, uh, uh right. first, uh, first <laughs> yeah. show. Uh, and it was our first topic we were supposed to talk about. I just took us off the rails. Uh, but, uh, the, you know, uh, our original show was built around sports. Um, and one thing I want to bring up because one, a longtime uh, friend of the show, uh, fan of the show, Jerry uh, from Wisconsin, sent me uh, some stuff that he, he had a couple of questions that he wanted uh, our opinions on. 
And uh, so we'll talk about that in a second. But he, he also sent me a link uh, today. And the XFL is probably folding up shop. Like it, yeah. they've suspended all operations, surprised. laid off all their people, and now say they have no plans to return next year, uh, which right. is a big flip from them saying they were financially solvent to go two years. And I mean, I understand this coronavirus thing, but I, right. I don't know why it would stop next year. Uh, but maybe it just know. shows you the long-term effects of shutting stuff down. Yeah, maybe that they probably, I mean, McMahon's a uh, smart guy. So maybe they looked down and said, okay, this is going to affect us for the next, you know, six, eight months. Maybe they thinking it's going to be this time next year before things are somewhat normal and they feel like it's not going to be feasible to go forward. I was a little disappointed. I was happy about things. And then when I saw the way they were doing it, I didn't mind the way they played the game. I just didn't. And of course, this is kind of petty on my part, I guess. I like the old jerseys and the old teams a little better. I liked a few of the new ones, and I didn't care for it. Yeah, I'm cool with red, white, and blue, but I liked the black and red before, and I think they should have kept a lot of that. But I understand getting rid of all the wrestling stuff and all the craziness and some of yeah. the, you know, silly things. I, I get that. I, I had no problem with the way they played the games and the way they changed the rules. I thought, I was like, okay, that's cool. But I it just the, like for me, I like to buy jerseys and I like the helmets, and I really liked the first eight teams they had back in the old XFL. And I know some of them wasn't possible because obviously Memphis didn't have their team and Orlando didn't have theirs or they actually, yeah, they didn't. I'm thinking the other league, the other, the other uh, pretend NFL league kind of screwed up the XFL's chances of getting certain cities. But uh, yeah, I, I was a little disappointed. I, I wasn't as on board with this time with the XFL. I watched the games. I enjoyed them, but I just didn't enjoy the teams. Like I didn't find a team that I, I really liked a lot of the older teams better, and I kind of well felt like I was like, that's cool. I, I, I definitely like that think jersey, it was, or I wanted that helmet. You know? I don't – now, we're both in the Memphis area, and uh, I, I think it was a bad – I don't know if it's a bad luck of the draw or – I don't know if it was an actual decision, yeah. but when the AAFL formed and Memphis decided to have – or they decided to have a team in Memphis – which I feel like was the major thing that precluded Memphis from getting an XFL team yeah, back. Yeah. And I would have much rather and, have had an XFL. And team. I would have, yeah, much rather would have had the Memphis Maniacs back. Right. And so that, I mean, because honestly, I bet we were one of the most rabid cities for their XFL oh, yeah. team. I went to every game and but, it was, it was awesome. It was fun. Yeah. The, one, the reason why you have plastic beer bottles now in your arenas, in case anybody <laughs> was wondering, Everywhere around the country, that from throwing them at the Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium during the next <laughs> I, I game, yeah, they were throwing them with the glass bottles down. I was the, that's my theory on the plastic beer bottles. Really, yeah. is that I think that it, they was spurred by that moment. I don't know if that's true, but yeah. uh, I was at that you game, had a lot and they were throwing it. glass beer bottles <laughs> yeah. at that game. I was there <laughs> only in Memphis, man. I, I and it's just like, but I, I've always felt like you, where I think it it really was what spearheaded the plastic bottle moves. So if you're angry about them not having glass beer balls at arenas and stuff, it's probably the Memphis uh, fan base's fault. So, but it's probably safer that way. It probably needed to go to plastic just because of the sheer problems with glass bottles. Oh yeah. You I know, mean, they're going to get broke. Drop one without break. Them. I mean, yeah. yeah it, at least plastic, you know, just cracks it. You throw it away. It's, no, it's not going to shatter so, and make a mess. And you can and recycle plastic. Right. So. Right. Right. Well, you yeah. recycle glass, but it's a lot harder when it's smashed in a hundred pieces. Yeah. Um, 
but it, it uh, man, that whole uh, XFL was a different experience back then. But I feel like Memphis oh, would have gotten the team had the AFL not uh, yeah. come in first. And, and Orlando too, I think Orlando would have. Yeah, probably. Team, which I mean, they got the they had the Apollos under the AAFL, but I I didn't like really any of their teams either. Like I tried to watch. I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll give it anything a shot. And yeah, I didn't. You know, I, really I wasn't. Didn't. I wasn't in favor of it. And I mean, like I was kind of like you with the new XFL. Like it was some of the new rule stuff was interesting, and I think you'll see the NFL adopt some of that. Oh, but yeah. uh, I just like it, they did last time. Yeah, just like they did last time around. But I, I think that overall, it's the quality of play is not there, and right. people say that. Oh well, people don't really know the difference, though. Like you can't, like a a, a lay person can't tell the difference. Uh, you know, football is football to them because, right. and a lot of people make the argument. They'll say, "Well, it's better. It's more. Uh, it's a higher level of talent than college football all at once." You know, and that's right. true. Uh, these guys are a step above college football, but with college football, the reason it's popular is because people have allegiance to the schools and the cities. Not well, you see growth too, amateur. Yeah. It's amateur growth, and it has. But yeah, I mean, but honestly, it, it it doesn't have as much to do with the level of play. Right. Uh, it's not like anybody in their real right mind thinks that any of any college team could step on the field and compete for two minutes with any NFL team. Like it's not about that. You see a lot more mistakes and stuff, but college football is also schemed differently than the pros for that reason. And so they kind of take advantage of uh, things in a different way and use different formations and stuff like that to play to their strengths. Whereas when you're looking at something like the XFL, they're minor league ball. They're trying to play the same game as the NFL because they're basically a feeder system with less talent. Right. They're like a team league, like kind of like with basketball. It's basically a team. And like that's the only thing I don't like about the the biggest thing I liked about the XFL though over the AAFL is the XFL. I felt like sought to the people were trying to win. And I right. felt like the AAFL was more like minor league sports are in every other thing right. where it's kind of going through the, the farm teams. They don't care if they win, they're trying to develop players. Right. Right. And I feel like that's what the AAFL was doing. I feel like the XFL, they're actually trying to win games, but it's like, right. I mean, that's why I don't go down uh, to see the Grizzlies D league team or G league team. Um, right. I can't even remember what it's called anymore, but uh, the uh, hustle, the Memphis hustle. hustle, Uh, I don't go see them because, like, you know, it it might be fun every now and then, but it's not like I'm going to watch their games on TV because – or the even the Redbirds. It's fun to go out to a Redbirds game. Right. I wouldn't watch Redbirds on TV because the the Redbirds could be on the cusp of winning a minor league World Series, but if they need one of those players to call up to the majors – one of the, if they need like the ace pitcher for the Redbirds, if the Cardinals suddenly get short and need to call him up, they'll right. call him up and sacrifice right. that minor league championship. They don't care about right. that, right. and so that's that's why I always have a trouble. It's the same reason I have problems with the uh, uh, tanking uh, yeah. in the NBA is because if they to me if the people participating don't care about the outcome, then why should I? Right, right. 
that's something speaking of that that's the one thing i've been happy in all the uh quarantining and coronavirus stuff is i'm so glad that i don't have to see daily what lebron james thinks of what's going on or what his what he ate today or what kind of crap's going on in lebron's life you I'm, don't follow him I'm, on instagram no i'm 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 so that is the one plus out of all this i'm so happy that i don't have to hear what big baby james has to say i don't care i'm so glad he I never had to hear so. Well, no, no. Well, no. Well, you know, I try to follow. You know, I, I follow sports. So I, I, every time I turn on ESPN, there's Big Baby James crying about something else, and it's like I don't care what he thinks, and I don't really want to even watch him that much. He's not my favorite guy. So, but one thing, Jerry. One thing, Jerry uh, was asking. Jerry, I mentioned earlier. Jerry was asking uh, how what attendance will be like once we are get the clear to have attendance and stuff. Yeah, and. I think football will be banging if it just if it's if things are, you know, if things get out of the way a couple months. Before yeah, school, before I feel like well, here's what I feel like. I feel like we've been trending anyway. Before this, we've been trending towards uh, smaller seating capacities with more amenities, more involved, uh, because you've seen a decline overall uh, in uh, football attendance. Now, right. TV ratings are through the roof, but uh, attendance is, good is down. And I'm talking about even at the big, the big schools that where their stadiums hold 100,000 plus, uh, right. and they still have seen declines in attendance. Uh, and I'm talking about actual attendance because people will say, well, they should count it if they sold a ticket. But that's not what no. – yeah, I mean, you see the upper level half empty, you know that they, yeah, what I'm saying is like, front trying to sell those tickets. It, it's because, well, the thing is, is you get honestly, like if you're at, let's just use the Alabama stadium for an example, because it holds right. what, like 102? Yeah, uh, something like that. So yeah. if you're sitting way, if you're the highest person up, if you're on the highest row or any of those seats up there in the very right. upper deck, you're better off watching it at home. Right. And every Alabama game is televised on a channel that you get. Right. And so, the way the it, online and TV thing is now with all the different angles, it makes it so much a great experience. Right, yeah. That, you know, I'd almost rather watch them unless it's a real big game and I just want to be there for the sake of saying I was at that game, like yeah. a championship or a playoff game. But even then, once you've – well, with Alabama, it's like winner's fatigue kind of thing when you've so, been so many. I think now the social distancing thing is going to make some of us, I think, more conscious, too, of how on top of each other we are all the time. Right. Um, And so I think here's what – this is my opinion that may prove to be wrong, but uh, I think that what we'll see is uh, kind of what we've seen with movie theaters. You've seen movie theaters now. There's less seating capacity, but it's more of a – it's more of a luxury experience to go to a movie right. theater. Upgrade like uh, our, even our local movie theater here that I see most movies I see in uh, has right. gone to bigger seats, you know, oh, yeah, like nice. yeah, they leather, they've got yeah. cup holder, you know, like real cup holder, not the little sorry ones. And right, uh, right. like and they uh, recline and everything. Yeah. And they recline seats that recline and everybody's got a good sight line. There's like almost no way for the person in front of you to get in your way. And I, you know, Unless they're like that behemoth that was in front of you. So it's meant to (laughs) be an experience that's enhanced over viewing at home, basically. And I think that's what uh, it's, I think that's what most sports will start to become is more of an, an experience uh, in order to get people there. But I think it'll probably get more expensive to go 
but there'll be less people. Well, it might actually get after this, it might get cheaper just because they want to make sure it, it, it could, it could go either way. I, I think there's a chance it may explode. People are just so wound up from being stuck in by, for all this time, by the time football gets here, everybody's going to be like, I'm, you know, I just want to go to game just to go. But then again, like you're saying, I think it could go the other way where eh, it might actually hurt attendance overall. And I, I do wonder like without, you know, what are they going to do about the, you know, the NFL draft being later? How's that going to affect in recruiting? It's affecting recruiting. I've already seen where some of the coaches have gotten in trouble for trying to, you know, people giving like Dabo Sweeney got in trouble for going to, I think Florida or somewhere. They were giving him a bunch of crap for oh, going on that. a thing to like a recruiting type thing where he shouldn't have been. And I, you know, it's just, I mean, he do what he wants to do. It's up to him. If he puts something at risk, that's his on him. But um, I don't think they should be able to, you know, it's like, don't give him crap for it. Let him do what he's going to do, you know. <laughs> One sport even, that I feel like hasn't suffered a lot is NASCAR because they decided to do the iRacing and have their actual drivers participate in digital races. And to be honest with you, I've watched it now uh, three times, and uh, it is – it looks real, man. Until, like, certain things happen – like the it is so realistic as far as what you watch because it's not like they're not simulating people i guess and so like that's maybe when you would be able to tell but uh because it's cars going around the track it's very similar and it's easy to get into it's easy to watch and i mean like and i'm not that big into watching people play video games but uh it's entertaining and so the sponsors still get airtime and they're doing about about 50 50 plus percent of the ratings that they normally do for a real life NASCAR race. So right, right. the, while the rating so numbers aren't the same, they're yeah. still up there and they're the only right. sporting event really drawing those kinds of numbers. Yeah. So, I think the first one to be back will probably be baseball. Cause they're already talking about doing fanless games in like Arizona. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I think they might be the first one back because of that. Of course, we know basketball's done. Now, speaking of basketball, that one, not, not NBA, but the college thing, you're talking about Memphis dodging a bullet. They pretty much, the garbage season that could would have ended up probably being garbage and the fatal mistakes and the dumb stuff that went on, now that's going to be out of everybody's eye. Nobody's thinking about it. The Wiseman right. crap. Well, there was no champion, screwing. so it doesn't matter. Right. I think it would have been harder. It doesn't harder. matter how they finished because nobody finished the tournament. So. It would have been harder if the Tigers were on the way to a championship, you felt like, and then the season shut down. Right, right. Like, so it's like the worst best year that this could have happened happened because they their since this year was an absolute nightmare. And I mean, I'm talking like Penny got like he's he's lucky Penny for sure because now he comes back next year. They better got they have the ship righted because if they don't, I think it's going to be so ugly for the University of Memphis basketball program come this next season. And they can't blame it on this mess. I mean, I understand recruiting is kind of eh. You know, it could affect recruiting a little bit because yeah. they can't see these. Well, kids. the thing is, though, everybody's in the same boat right now. Right. So it's right, it's, right. Not, so it's not you're like not everybody's going to have an edge. You're not at a disadvantage versus anybody really because right. the, everybody's in the same boat. Now, uh, I think basketball might get hurt. You know, except you know, attendance. John Calipari is probably still paying his people, right. but <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, he's still sending out checks. But everybody's like stimulus check. You'd be like, oh, you got the Calipari check too. Yeah, Calipari <laughs> cash, what they call it behind the scenes. But, uh, yeah, man, I, you know, you're talking about, like, uh, attendance, though. I think basketball is going to get hurt the worst because you've got 
arenas where you're indoors and you're crammed together and you're inside. So that makes people a little more uncomfortable rather in a football stadium, you're outdoors. So in some people's minds, it's like, eh, the air's moving, you know, or you kind of move around. Whereas in a basketball arena, you're inside of a closed area. And I think baseball will be fine. Of course, baseball is just kind of eh anyway. So I think they're. Well, I, I feel they like can. baseball will probably fall behind NASCAR. Probably. Uh, and hockey's probably going to get hurt pretty good too because them being in arenas, I think, is going to affect them. Yeah, well. hockey too, but it's not like they were. I mean, you know, look, hockey right, was the right. fifth or sixth sport anyway. Yeah. MLS uh, should be okay until Stanley than, Cup playoffs. Nobody really like nobody outside the the right. far <laughs> northern reaches of the country. <laughs> right. Paid right. attention to hockey. I've, I think most of them are going to take a financial hit, you know, obviously. And if some things are going to have to probably change a little bit in this next season's this first season after where everybody's going to be kind of funky. Like, I think if football does well, then everything else will kind of follow suit. But I think really NFL and college football hitting it off right is going to tell you how everything's going to go and the health of sports in general. Because being as big as it is, college and NFL, if those two do bad, Oh, it's gonna be bad for everybody. You know that if, if they're not, if they can't even get up for college and NFL football, or they're hesitant about being in crowds for that. You can guarantee basketball, baseball, soccer, NFL. Well, like I said, now nah, I think racing's fine. I think they'll just, you know, they can stay yeah. with the. Well, I think they're doing a good thing by what they're doing, and right. that's why I think they may be making gains on baseball. And they, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, at one time they were ahead of baseball and then fell back behind. Um, I think so. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, look. Uh, Once Earnhardt Jr. left and Danica and all that, it kind of. Yeah, and see, Earnhardt Jr. is racing now in the in the eye racing, and he was right. already big into it before this. Like, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think NASCAR's done themselves some favors with the way they've yeah. handled this, utilized technology the yeah. right way, and done things they should have done. I was gonna say uh, last last uh, our last show we did the segment that seemed to be the most popular was the segment where I wasn't even on camera most of the time. Uh, so that's a little hurtful people, but no, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it was when you were talking about, uh, the, your Funko pop collection, because apparently people are big into that, uh, still. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. uh, I really thought it started to fade. Like I felt, I still feel like it started to fade because like when you went into stores, you used to see like target, like had an entire like Funko wall. And like, now it's like uh, one shelf and, right. Like some places you can't even hardly find them anymore, and like yeah, they used well, to be everywhere. Um, so I mean, you know, it's, I still have a few. I have I have two in front of me. I Spider Man right. and, and Harley. I got Harley in here today. Harley Quinn because uh, Birds of Prey came out. Uh, oh on yeah, TV. and uh, so I thought I'd give a shout out because it's a good movie. I like. I don't forget what anybody tells you about it. Now the honest trailer about it's kind of funny. Um, yeah, yeah, we watched but, that. That was the one you showed me, wasn't it? Back mm-hmm. before we got put in quarantine, I think you remember telling. No, 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 it just came out this week. Well, you didn't it? see that okay. one or last. It was week. one of them. Um, it was like you might. There's one other that we were talking about, but I, I wish I thought about that because I I actually haven't seen that yet, but I've heard nothing but good, and I like Harley Quinn. So I've actually got the. I should have if I thought about it. I ran. I've got six of the ten pops from that set. From that it's movie. good. I enjoyed the yeah. movie, man. Uh, uh, you know, of course, Margot Robbie. She did fine in Suicide oh, Squad, yeah. which I, I thought. I think Suicide Squad takes too much crap. I, you know, it, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't maybe as as 
it wasn't Guardians of the Galaxy, which is, I think what some people wanted it to be, like the like a breakout like Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, but, they focused too much on Will Smith's character, I think. Too, too much revolved around. Yeah, him. but I think when you bring in a heavy hitter like that, they felt like that was the way to go. Right, and I don't think that's my only bad thing. I, I mean, I didn't mind him being Deadshot. I mean, I thought he played the role fine. But there wasn't that. enough. There wasn't enough Joker in it. So right. like, and that's the other thing is we kind of have this unfair opinion of Jared Leto's Joker. I feel like because all we got was the caricature, and right. we didn't get any depth in the character because we didn't get to see him a lot. Right. And uh, so our only impression of him is why did they turn Joker into this gold tooth grilled right, tattooed right. guy? <laughs> yeah, and most people aren't happy about that. There's, yeah. But I feel like it, there had to be more substance to it. And maybe if that substance was there and we got a little more of Joker and Harley, that we would understand it yeah. better. They you know? seem to play well together, like them two together. You believed in the whole love story thing with them and it kind of seemed yeah you know like they seem to do well together at that part of the but movie when now she's left joker it. and uh now i will say this if you're looking at this movie if you're like a big dc comics fan and you're like oh the birds of prey finally got a movie it's mostly about harley quinn uh right like, i figured so the, yeah if you want to okay see a that. lot of black canary then you need to watch arrow because uh right. the like then huntress uh has moments in it but like nobody yeah. is none of the other characters get the screen time that harley does for sure right and i uh, figure i mean anybody that has watched a lot should know that that's probably and based off of the previews and everything else leading up to it and i, I would think so too i yeah i've got to sit down and watch that and i want to see bad boys for life it's i think it's digital tuesday or it might have been this week i no, i think it came out today did it come out today I, because there was some of it where you could get it. I think it was Tuesday. You could get the digital now. Today's like that. Or maybe, yeah, maybe I Tuesday. Know. I, I know it's out. I know now it's they out. Always do I, it. Yeah. I saw it earlier. There was a, uh, on Amazon. I think it was, you can buy all three movies for twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and that's pretty cool though. See, I see voodoo. See, I got voodoo and I had a thing sent me a thing. Let me know. I could have got it early digital and that was earlier this week. So I just didn't do it. Cause it, now that it one I haven't seen. 15. Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, I either. I, I, mean, I hate it. I missed it because I really want to see I thought it. I'll watch it in the theater, and that'll be one I'll probably sit down and watch here sometime while this. I wonder if they'll make Funko on. Pops of that. They already did. Oh. Yeah, they did. Like yeah. I said, uh, yeah. our most popular segment last time it seemed like it was you talking <laughs> about your Funko Pop collection. That's what got us off on this uh, this, uh, thing, yeah. this movie thing. But uh, uh, I wanted to circle back around because I think behind you I can see. Do I see Mr. Meeseeks back there? No, no. Where, where is it? Which side do you think you saw me? Uh, it's on your left, to your left beside Pikachu. No, that's actually Bulbasaur. That's a flocked Bulbasaur from the uh, Emerald City Comic Con this past year. Oh, okay. Uh, the reason I noticed that is because I had never seen Rick and Morty before two days ago. And oh, really? I, I decided, yeah, I'd never seen it. And I decided to watch an episode of it. And uh, here's my unpopular opinion that people are going to go crazy in the comments. It's just all right. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of it. It's kind of silly to me, but I do collect some of the pops because some of the pops when are really cool. Rick, like Mr. Meeseeks is one of my favorite. Yeah, some of, it's, like, it's some of it's funny. And like, you know, I like Chris Parnell. He's a Memphis guy. So like, I, I like that Chris Parnell's in it. Right. Uh, right. And, uh, but the, like, Rick, when he belches and stuff, it makes me throw up in my mouth. 
They, <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's a lot of gross. And uh, it, it's just something about it. And it's, uh, I don't know, it, it's, it's okay. It has its moments. It's not Futurama. I can tell you that. Yeah. It's, uh, I love Futurama. And uh, this is not that. Right, right. Yeah, completely yeah, different things altogether. Yeah, that's one of those, like you were joking me about the like pop stuff that I've watched a little bit of it. And I know what it's about, but I'm not a big fan either. But I get why people like it. But I did, like, I like, I've got, I think, three different Mr. Me Seeks, and I've got Rick in his spaceship, and I've got a couple other ones. I've got him sitting on the toilet in the throne with this little king of, you know, thing like that. And yeah. It's, uh, it's an electronic one that makes the flush sound when you do it so no. it's, i mean i only got it because of that i thought you know, it's funny these sitting on the toilet but uh i couldn't believe it. i was like wow they actually made that um but also and speaking of the pop stuff too i know last time anybody watched a video going man you were talking about pop stuff and talking about this but it, it was behind me our computer or the way the video shrank it in you can't see what i could see at that time so i do realize when i goes they didn't even i couldn't even see what poppy was talking about i'll go ahead one of them i can see i don't know if we have it compresses it is the, my big Al from Alabama. Um, that one was one that they didn't have. And it's got his, and they've done a bunch of the mascots. Of course, mine being Alabama, of course. They haven't done the University of Memphis yet. I'll get it, but I've been grabbing all the SEC ones. I've got the LSU and Georgia so far. And um, I think, oh, and I think they did Auburn Tigers. So, I, and I'll grab the others as they come along, just the SEC. I think I grabbed uh, USC because uh, California Dave, you know, he's a big USC fan. I, yeah. I that. So whenever I see him, I told him, so I got one in honor of him. I like to bring it down one of the shows. And also, speaking of that, me and Chad, we, we were talking about uh, we're going to have different uh, sections of our channel here where oh, I'll do like Funko reviews. I'll oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. That's what I was going to say. Our YouTube channel, you're talking about our, our YouTube yeah. channel will have different, uh, different sort of sub shows. Right, right. Like I'll have stuff where I'm going to do Funko reviews. Like sometime this week, I've got a uh, WonderCon happen today, and well, if it's well, when you see the video, it may be yesterday. But um, the video, uh, I'm gonna have videos on when I get that stuff in. Of course, it's got to ship from uh, Funko headquarters, and when I get those in, I'm gonna do like a unboxing showing or whatever. You know, just basically show people what they are. I'll take them out of the box that way people can see what they are. And if you didn't get them, you may want to try to get them down the road trading or whatever. Uh, they actually have the Funko Pop pins that just started coming out. I got a couple of those in the other day. I'm going to do a thing about those, but I may do those in the same video. Uh, I also have gotten my X-Men. Some of those are coming in. The new Gambit Rogue Pops. I actually have those back here. Um, I'll do like a closer up thing on those. I don't. And, I think and another I uh, another thing uh, that I wanted to point out about. Uh, so uh, that will the Funko stuff will mostly be Adam on our YouTube channel um, because I don't really collect them. Right. As a matter of fact, which you Adam have. would be. Absolutely. You, do you know what I did? Well, cause I had probably you told me 40, yeah. 40 or so of them. And I gave them. most of them to Goodwill. Yeah. But I thought that would be fun for somebody cause some of them are kind of valuable and I thought it'd be fun yeah. for somebody to just be in a Goodwill store and get a good find like that and pay like two bucks for it or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. and be like, wow, you know, it paid off to come in here. So I thought that'd be cool for somebody. And it was something I didn't care about anymore. So, right. Uh, right. And most of them I had just gotten to try to trade for something else like, and that I can't find like still to this day, the one that I want that I've never been able to get is Spider-Man 2099. Uh, I I can't find it anywhere. Uh, And like, and also, well, I could probably find if I want to pay enough, but I I don't want to pay more than 20 bucks for it. 
Right, uh, right. Most people aren't either aren't letting them go, or they're not letting them go for less than probably thirty. It's yeah. I've, I've got. I would. One. I might like, would pay thirty just for the people out there. I might would pay thirty for Spider Man twenty nine nine. I ain't paying more than that. And I also right. would like a full size bender. Uh, I have a bender pint size and a bender mini. What do they call them? Uh, mystery mini. Mystery yeah, you mini. Got the yeah. bin, you got that's the one you got for me. The mystery mini. Uh, that was when I traded you the for the Alien Queen. From yeah, the, yeah, and uh, so because, like I said, I love Futurama, and uh, right. so, uh, but other than that, the Funko stuff will probably be mostly Adam. But uh, what we'll also have is uh, our uh, middle-aged gamers videos. Right. Uh, right. So there'll be we'll be posting some different videos of uh, us playing video games or talking video game. It just kind of depends on the situation there, but just kind of pay attention to our YouTube channel because there's a lot of stuff on there, especially if you're watching this on Facebook, like there's going to be a lot of stuff on YouTube that's not going to be on Facebook. Um, right. So um, because YouTube gives us kind of more options and we sort of want to stay in our closer to our original lane uh, with our Facebook since all our fans were kind of, all our fans on there were yeah. came up with us when we were doing uh, a straight podcast slash radio show. Uh, sport, so yeah, for sports, all sports there's that. All right, Adam. Before we leave, uh, what do uh -huh. you suggest anybody watches in quarantine? What's it like if you had a show to binge watch this week? Uh, what would you What would you suggest? Maybe one watch. movie and one TV show to binge. Uh, the movie for sure. Like the ones I was just talking about, uh, Birds of Prey or Bad Boys for Life, for sure, if you haven't already seen them. Um, then as far as the TV show, I, I, I've actually been, I don't know about binge watching unless you can DVR and go back. Of course, if you got direct TV like I do, you can go back and watch some of the old episodes. I like Young Sheldon, and I, the neighborhood's pretty funny. I've watched some of those. And oh, and uh, uh, Man in Charge, no, no, Last Man Standing. Oh. The, uh, That's three TV shows at one. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I'm giving variety because I don't know. You know, yeah. somebody say I already watched that, but yeah, those those two or three, but probably the funniest one I've seen here lately. The uh, neighborhood's been. You know what I haven't seen that I've heard everybody talking about, but I haven't seen a single episode of it is Tiger King. I I can't watch that, man. I've seen just little previews of it, and it just seems I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I I, I just can't. People love it. Like that. Oh yeah, no, I, I see it you all know, the time. I haven't, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen not, not, not 10 seconds of it. Uh, yeah, I, maybe so, I need to do a reaction video watching it and see how, you know, I don't got a feeling. That's what, you know, and that's another thing we may do on our uh, YouTube yeah. channel is reaction videos. Of course, when we get to where we can be in the same building again, right. Uh, that'll right. help. <laughs> that'll uh, work better. Yeah. And, and we probably will do, uh, we'll be able to do that once this clears up. It's just, uh, you know, it, it, it's, we're, we're respecting the boundaries right now. And I know that, you know, you and I are around each other a lot, but still the more you keep just to your own house, the, the quicker this thing's going to go, hopefully is right. that's the Safer. thought. We can all do this so, from home, you know, for right now, the time being. But yeah, also, I'll, I'll, uh, I was going to say my, my movie, I would say, uh, watch, uh, birds of prey. Uh, it's a, it's out right now. It's a great movie. Uh, it was fun. I liked it. I didn't quite understand why it was rated R, except for a couple of things they could have cut out and got a PG-13 rating. But uh, it was, uh, it, it. But it's a good movie. It's it's a fun movie and it's good. See that binge watching, um, binge watching TV shows. Uh, 
I would I say maybe uh, Futurama. <laughs> there you go. I I like cartoons, man. Um, so, uh, yeah. but uh, if if not that, um, you know, I'm trying to catch up on Walking Dead. I, I still haven't caught up on that. Um, but if you can, if you can see all the past episodes uh, and you've never seen this show before, one fun one to binge because I did this. Like I didn't start watching until this year. Uh, so I had two seasons that I could binge and I knew nothing about it. So I didn't know any of the spoilers or anything. The Masked yeah. Singer is a pretty cool show. It sounds like a stupid idea. It's really good. I, I like actually, it. I watched it through, but then I lost, I lost interest after a little while. I thought I would, it would keep me interested, but it, it didn't. I, I think I, the I, thing I, that hooked me was the first episode of this season was the first one I watched and because it was right after the Super Bowl. Yeah, and yeah, because we were talking about that. I, I knew I knew immediately when the guy was singing, I said, that's Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. I know, yeah, I mean, and nobody we guessed it, about that. and yeah. I got it right, yeah. and I was yeah. right, and I think that's what hooked me is because I guessed correctly on the first person when nobody on the panel guessed it. Right. And I was Same like, thing with me too. That's what I Oh, thought. I'm so good at this game. And actually the only other one I got that good was uh the uh one of the seasons I Latoya Jackson was on there and I guessed her. Uh oh wow. And and I had her pegged uh and that was a pretty I've I've I'm gotten decent at it. I'm not great cuz some of the people I don't know. Like I'd never heard of Ninja. Uh this Yeah, I know he is cuz a YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah. Well, see, I never I knew who he was. I just I never had heard of him. No, no, I, I would have never known his voice though. No slam on him, uh, right. but I had never heard of him. Uh, so, uh, and then there's a couple of there's a couple of others. Uh, the one they revealed last night or Wednesday night was uh, Jordan Woods, and uh, I didn't know who that was. Uh, so I, I don't know who that it, is. It's so. like all the clues in the world would not have told me right. who it was because I didn't. That, I didn't know who it was in the first place. I think that's anybody what lost that has anything me. to do with Kardashians. If it's not one of the actual Kardashians, I'm not going to guess it. It's like, right. and I only know them by name. I don't know anything about them. Right. Unless that's the same way. Unless it's Usually Kim. Like if you channel. say if you say this person is married to Kanye West, then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So now I know who it is. But, right. <laughs> you know, other than that, like, I don't, uh, I don't know anything about. I'm the same way. You start getting in all. Now, speaking of you talking about, I, I guess I just kind of, I didn't think it completely through for as far as binge watching stuff, Disney Plus, if you've got it, The Mandalorian. Oh, sure. but duh. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen The if Mandalorian, I'm sorry. If you haven't seen The Mandalorian, or even if you've only seen it through once. Oh, it's such a great show. Go back show. and watch. Right, right. Because the next such one should a be great show. two, three months should be coming. If, now, if you're not in Star Wars at all, it kind of makes me a little mad that Bill Burr trash taught Star Wars fans so bad and then got a part in The Mandalorian. I know, right? And I'm it's like, like God, kind of I, is that? you yeah. know, and uh, like, not that I've, uh, not that I was up for a part or anything, but like, I would die for a part in that. And like, right, I've right. probably done only slightly less acting than he has. <laughs> right, right, okay, right. that's not true. He's yeah. done a lot more than me, a lot bigger yeah. audience stuff. But uh, speaking of the Mandalorian, too, this is one of the the child pop that Baby Yoda have been trying to. Baby, yeah, oh, but it, it's but it's actually yeah, the child uh, is because uh, his name. You know, it's not Baby Yoda. Like uh, for right, all the right, right. people out there, they no, just call it Baby Yoda, the same species, but it's not Yoda. Uh, this right. is this, set. This is like this fifty is set, years past. Uh, no, it's like five something. years after Yoda died. I think. Uh, I was, see, I so, was like 50 years later. No, no, no. It's like, it's not very long after Return of the Jedi. 
is when I got you. Because it's in between. Yeah, it's kind of in that. It's so well done, though. Favreau has done such a great job with that, man. John Favreau has taken and made a spaghetti western uh, with Star Wars, with the Star Wars universe. Right. And stuff based on Star Wars. And then he made a spaghetti western, and it's got all the great elements of both of them. And oh, yeah. uh, this lone gunslinger got I me. Mean, it's it's fantastic. I it's oh, it's yeah, I love it. one of the most original. So it's tough to call it original when it's a Star Wars because right, it's like, but <laughs> right, it's original for Star Wars. It's an original story, kind of like uh, uh, Rogue One. Well, well, it wasn't original, but it was a Star Wars story. Right, and Rogue One had a tie-in, but uh, right, like right. yeah, it, it's uh, it's still. I, I mean, for being part of a Star Wars franchise, it's so original and out of the box. Oh, yeah. It's insane. It's awesome. And, and then, uh, yeah, and I mean, you've not seen. Uh, it reminds me a lot of, uh, like when I was watching it, it, reminds me of the a little bit of the True Grit movie, the the remake, not the one with John Wayne, but the yeah, remake. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Because that was a little more. He was a little more of a loner in that one than than he was in the uh, original. Right, but right. Uh, the uh, but that type of movie, you know that, yeah. uh, and it, it's just, uh, I mean, it's just fantastic. So yeah, binge binge watch the Mandalorian, see Birds of Prey. Uh, if you're a comic fan or not, I think you'll like Birds of Prey as oh, long yeah. as you, as long as you have a some somewhat of a sense of the uh, DC comic genre, then right, uh, you, right. I think you'll like it. And I tell you, a movie, a trilogy that you should probably watch if you don't mind a little violence and uh, movies kind of like Jack Reacher type stuff or just, I don't really know how to compare it to that. The John Wick movies, the three movies, there's uh, Chapter 1, Chapter 2, and then Parabellum. Those three are all awesome. Very violent, though, so you don't... You know, Never seen them, but I may check those out. Yeah. Uh, those all right, really so let's... You, uh, Keanu Reeves does very well in that. He's... Kind of we'll wrap fine. this up. We're still working on our first guest. Um, and uh, so we'll have somebody on maybe the next time we do this. Uh, who knows what we'll be talking about? There's no telling. Right. Uh, well, send us suggestions, anybody in the It depends on who we've got on, but also we'll take right. suggestions from anybody on uh, anything. I mean, we'll, seriously, we'll take on anything. Here we are. Look, we're here on uh, YouTube, uh, Spreaker, iTunes all of that uh we are free of fcc regulation and we're also free of bosses that have to that keep us in a certain lane so we can go anywhere we want right. uh and so if you got abducted by aliens and you want us to talk about that then we probably won't <laughs> and but we could if we wanted to if we right. wanted to we could we probably won't talk about that we could if we wanted right to. we could because uh, yeah. <laughs> we can if we want to but and also keep an eye out like i said you know like subscribe right. all that adam's then, probably going to drop an unboxing video tomorrow is that right probably uh, tomorrow yeah yeah I, probably I tomorrow he'll be quick but yeah yeah he'll be dropping uh uh, uh unboxing video uh and uh, then looks also on our channel for some middle-aged gamer stuff uh, yeah. and we will uh, catch you guys next time on the Adam and Chad podcast. Thanks for watching.